You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly, and I am on the phone with a very special guest. Joining me today is Star Chavez. She is the candidate for the secretary position for the Wichita Tribal Executive Committee. How are you, Star? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us and uh, catch us up on on your progress with uh, your campaign. Well, I have, we um, participated in that virtual town hall. I don't know if you've seen it on Facebook, but we had a pretty good turnout. They interviewed all of the candidates that wanted to participate, and they asked us some questions from the tribal members, so it was pretty good. I've just been doing the social media platform pretty much. I haven't done very much of the door-to-door, but that's going to be coming soon. And so the... uh... I'm sorry, the election is Saturday. It's going to be Saturday the 18th. So just this last week, um, what kind of, are you having any kinds of, of things or, you know, is, is that even allowed? I don't, I don't even know how, how it works with the Wichita's. I, we don't have any kind of rules or regulations against any kind of campaigning. As far as I know, we just got an election commission and a, an election ordinance approved, and that's fairly new. But as far as having any kind of like small event or get together, I'm I'm not doing that just because the coronavirus and the rising numbers. But I will be going door to door. Probably won't be talking or handshaking very much. But I just want to introduce myself to people, so that's why I'm kind of focused on the social media aspect. Well, and you can do that and still be safe and socially at a safe social distance. Yes. And that's why so, I don't really want to do the gathering, though, because I don't want to have any people sitting together or, you know, that's just a little too. And I don't want to get the elders out and put them at risk. Well, and I'm I'm very glad to hear that because, you know, and especially when when things like this happen, everybody wants to celebrate. Everybody wants mm-hmm. to get to get together and 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 celebrate. And it's just it's just not that time right now. And I so, agree. Oh, go ahead. Hello? Oh, I'm here. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so, I was, my phone's been cutting out a little bit lately, so I wasn't sure. So let's talk about a little bit more about um, some of the things that you've heard from some of the Wichita tribal members um, about some of the issues that they feel like are important for you to address as a member of the executive committee. I haven't really heard very much from the tribal members. I mean, I've reached I've reached out to a few, and it's usually about the distant tribal members that live without without or out of the area. But as far as any specific issue, I think the biggest issue I've seen is the one about employees and whether or not you should serve and be an employee at the same time. And on my stance with that, it's kind of complicated just because I'm a current employee. But I will honor what the Wichita people want. So if they put it into an official vote motion approval, then I would step down from my employee position and I would serve. It's just whether or not we get to that point. I believe that's a general counsel decision. And how does that work? Do they do that by petition or, you know what I mean? Or do they have to, do they put that forth in the general counsel meeting and they vote on it right then? I mean, how does that work? Well, it's supposed to be in the general council meeting, you're supposed to be able to have what they call 
other business on the agenda, and that's where the tribal members can speak on current issues or bring up issues or make motions and make decisions. But with our current meeting agenda that's out right now, from my understanding, we're not allowed to have other business this meeting. So I'm assuming it would probably be a special meeting or a quarterly meeting, which those can be called from the president if she needs to have an additional meetings, but they only have one meeting a year. But usually when they have their regular meeting in person, when other businesses present on the agenda, they can vote on it. And the executive committee is supposed to follow through with every motion that's made. I want to talk about something that's really important since we're talking about that now and the involvement of citizens that are outside of the immediate area, citizens that are outside of the jurisdictional area. And let's remind the uh, tribal citizens how you're going to use technology to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to be involved. Well, I'm a big fan of the Zoom app. I'm sure you're probably familiar with the Zoom app. That's how we conduct most of our meetings right now. And that's actually how we conducted the virtual town hall. It allows everyone to be live. You can do, there's a chat box. There's a, there's a way to mute everybody so only one person can speak. And it's pretty accessible on a cell phone. You just have to download the app and create you an account like you would for a Facebook account. You put your username in, you put your password in. And then you just have to click on the link when it's emailed to you. And I think that would probably be the best because that allows up to 300 members to participate. And I don't think that we even reach 300 members during an in-person meeting. So that's what I would focus on. And then you can always do live stream. So even when you do the Zoom app, you can connect to Facebook and you can do it live that way also. And that's how we did virtual the virtual town hall. Let's talk about some of the questions that you did get at the virtual town hall, because I was really excited about that. I was really glad that candidates had a platform to do that with other with other candidates. So let's talk about some of the things that the tribal members put forth on there. I think a big portion of those questions were basically tailored to, are we going to have an executive committee that gets along? Because right now, there's a lot of fights that happen and there's a lot of disagreements that, you know, go unsettled and then that those hard feelings are there and it just, it just gets in the way of current issues that they're presented. Someone's still mad from a previous meeting or a previous decision and there's not a lot of resolve. So I think what the tribal members want to know is that no matter who they elect, they're going to learn to get along and they're going to learn to compromise and move forward for the people. That's what I got from the majority of the questions. Are there going to be any other virtual events before the election? I have not been told of any at this point, but I think we're pretty open to doing another one. I know that there was a lot of like positive response to it. I would be open to doing another one. I think it just, if, if it's what the people want, then I think we would. Let's talk about, I know that you just seated your election commission. And yes. so, and, and, you know, this is really fast. So they're going to have, not only are they going to have a sharp learning curve, but they're going to have a lot of things to work out. It, I mean, you know, because it's happening so fast, the, whatever happens to it, anything is going to be magnified. 
And so um, let's talk about how the executive committee can best support the election commission without interfering. Do you mean the current executive committee or the newly elected one? I mean the newly elected one. I think just having some open dialogue and open communication on what worked and what didn't work. I'm a big fan of working with other people that are experienced in different things that I may not be experienced in. So if there's a tribe that does this already and does it well, then I don't see why you couldn't reach out and just have a conversation about it. We have some pretty good people on the election commission. So I think that they're going to do a great job regardless of the time frame. But I think just being open with them and communicating with them and letting them know that, you know, we're here to help in any way that we can. What do you need? What didn't work? What does work? Communication is always the key to anything, I think. Well, and I think, too, that it needs to be efficient and it needs to be as simple as it can be. I -hmm. think one of the things that we see across the board, especially now in this time of COVID and this time of you know, tribes sending out applications for assistance and things like that. We, we know that a lot of the elders need, they, they don't want 10 pages to fill out and, and things like that. And then, you know, there's the other side of that where the, a lot of the elders don't use the internet. And so I shouldn't say a lot of the, I mean, I mean, my grandma's age, like in, in their eighties, <laughs> a lot of the elder elders, um, yes. you know, just don't use the internet. And so how are you going to make sure, you know, in the future, when you're on the executive committee, how are you going to make sure that you simplify these processes to make it easier for tribal citizens to participate rather than make it difficult i think we'd have to identify just how many elders and what part of the population does not want to do the technological aspect of it and then we need to identify the ones that are tech savvy and that can do it and i think it's important to do the paperless system at the tribe so when you do update your address and you don't want to do the technological aspect that when you update your address in any department it's updated across the board. So when it's time for elections, you receive your ballot by mail the way that you want to, and you don't have to use a computer or a tablet. And if you want to do it in person, then maybe we could set up a software that does it more accurately instead of a hand counted kind of thing. It just really depends on who those people are. We can't really set up a efficient process until we know, you know, what the people want as a whole. So I think finding out that information would probably be the first step. Okay, and with our last couple of minutes, uh, I want to ask you, with the kids potentially going back to school or not, um, how would you advocate for not only Wichita students, but students in the community to make sure that they have access to the internet and resources that they need to keep up with their schoolwork? Well, if I'm not on the executive committee, I don't know exactly what I can do as far as the students, but I know that there's a lot of internet companies right now that are offering the internet for free. 
So I think just collaborating with the school programs and the communities and schools, um, new program that they have, that they have site coordinators at each location, and just finding out which kids are struggling and which kids need the internet. I know most of our offices have Wi-Fi, and if the new current committee would allow for them to come in and use it every now and then, I don't see why that would be an issue. It just depends on who the executive committee is and what can be approved. So that's just going to be, that's a difficult question for me. If I was on the committee, I'd have more, you know, say so, but I don't know. It just depends on whether or not I get in there. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time. And so uh, with this with this last minute, I want you to go ahead and address your Wichita citizens, your fellow Wichita citizens, and, and tell them, again, why you are the best choice for uh, this represent or for to represent them on the executive committee. Okay, well, again, thank you, Kelly, for having me. Uh, my name is Star Chavez, and I'm a current candidate for the secretary of the Wichita Executive Committee, and I would appreciate your support because I know that I'm the right person because I'm an honest person, and I'm going to get in there and do the right thing for all Wichita people, no matter what the situation or circumstance is, no matter what decision I make, it's going to be for the Wichita people, and I just would appreciate your support on July 18th. Thank you so much, Star. And don't forget, Wichita citizens, July 18th, you got to get out there. You got to make your voice heard. And um, also, uh, if you missed this conversation or our previous conversation with Star, uh, the full 30-minute conversation, you can catch that wherever you get your podcast. Stay tuned. More damn Indians on the way. We're Indigenous, we're independent, and we are Talk Jive Radio.